brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This episode and the brilliance of the world building that we got here makes me feel very sad that we won't be getting more. You made Chad cry. Okay. That was a good twist reveal. <laughs> I was gonna say, hell yeah, man. That was awesome. I'm like, that was one of those things where I'm like eating it up. I'm like, oh, that's the coolest thing they could have done. That's so cool. And we didn't yeah. even, did any of us think that for a second? No, no there was like never no hint that. to that. That was not one we could have figured out. No, but out. like, that's, that's the, like, we could have though, if we'd been paying attention to what, to, like, I never looked at the Titan skull and thought anything about it, but if I had thought, hey, oh, that looks like King's are you, head. Are you talking specifically about King being a Titan's son? Because I thought about that, like, forever ago. I thought, like, before we found out that, um, before we saw the guy who we were supposed to think was King's dad, I thought that King might be the Titan's son. Um, because it just made sense, you know? But I put that theory to bed after we got the red herring of the warrior guy who mm-hmm. showed up with the letter. But I'm so glad that he is the Titan's son because that is just such a cool plot twist. And do you think King has realised that he's the Titan's son because he was talking as if he was going to introduce himself to someone and then yeah, he I gazed think... at the Titan? Do you think it's like clicking together for him? For sure, yeah. I, I, I yeah. mean, didn't Luz tell him? Yes, that too. No, she she told him he was a Titan. Oh. But does doesn't necessarily mean he knows he is lead the Titan's son. No, I mean he at the end of the episode he was talking to the Titan like it was his dad. He definitely knows. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying is like is that him figuring it out? And it seems like you guys agree it must be. So Jesus, that is a twist and a half. I mean, I guess technically we we don't have an actual confirmation if he is that Titan's son but like you know it makes, yeah, it makes, makes the most sense, sense. it makes the know? most sense yeah even that aside the idea of just like first of all it was like by the way there's multiple titans and like i know this was the first time they like ever <laughs> said that and also like i i guess everything might be fake in that place but like i don't know if the implication was that, that giant serpent in there in the building was a titan also and i'm like oh my god so there's like different skeletons like the titans all look different they're not all just like big giant yeah like yeah. skull dudes, well, some it's, of them it's, are scary it, snakes and stuff. It's exactly as Tipsy said. It's literally Xenoblade Chronicles is lore. Yeah, Xenoblade Chronicles Three is looking great. <laughs> <laughs>
And I also like just the just the tie-in to the collector. I'm like, ooh, what the heck? I didn't expect that either. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. no, yeah. Like I don't even. And now I'm like, wait, does the collector collect like Titan, whatever? Like, is that is that the thing, or are they just like worshippers? You know, what yeah, the I heck? mean, I mean, they had the whole that whole altar with the skulls and stuff. So the collector is, I, I would presume, it's collecting Titan stuff for you know for a reason that we don't know but i think that that's our explanation of that title that they have at least well first of all titan blood is a source of great power as we saw with all of the portal stuff and i think hey yeah. we've we've lost um all of the titan blood haven't we like the only yes. titan blood we have left is that tiny piece that belos has well while we were watching the episode i was like well that's a new source of titan blood yeah. then <laughs> <laughs> that's more oh it. god that's oh true god. it'll be it'll be like that uh that that ed Kyridian, uh unused title card <laughs> oh, my god. oh no oh no not king not when i'm starting to like him again he can just bleed a little bit he'll be fine but I, i'm just like like the way that this episode came out like the right when he starts reading the letter and it seems like so perfect like that's the moment where i was like oh, okay so we're doing a red herring like again, and, and then they talk about the elder guy. It's like okay, the elder guy is like going to be a different species, and he's making all this stuff up. But but what they actually did, like yeah, they did that format, but they did like an actual really big, interesting world building thing. They didn't just do like a here's an episode where you think it's King's dad, but it isn't. Did he get sad, and that's it? Like this was still very lore heavy. Yes, and I I I I wasn't expecting it to be like a different species. I was kind of expecting it to be like you know King's dad left him for a reason, if you know what I mean. Yeah. But, um, but I didn't expect them to not be King species at all. And like when that was revealed, like I was um, I was like kind of iffy on it. I was like, do I like this plot twist? Do I dislike this plot twist? It's it's certainly a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Um. And I'm still not sure, because, cause, you know, it, it consider, like, forget, like, like, King being a Titan is amazing and probably the best plot twist they could have done. But consider for a moment King's species being a um, collection of tribal Titan killers and the potential complicated story you could build out of that, um, rather than it just being, you know, a cult of... Um, led by some evil guy like Bill the Titan Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Simpsons character. <laughs> imagine imagine if like it's still bad that they're Titan hunters, but they're not like evil per se. It's just part of their culture and they dislike the Titans for whatever whatever reason. And then suddenly you have like a more complicated kind of plot. But they don't and, have time for that. Like, <laughs> Tipsy, they, yeah. they got like five episodes left. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But, but you know, that is. I'm not. I'm not berating the show for not doing that. I'm saying that is the, that is also a kind of interesting plot that I wouldn't expect out of our house. Like you know, like um, an alternative possibility that I would have also liked as well. Do you know what I mean by that? It's not that what they did is wrong. It's just I'd have also liked if they did that. Mm-hmm. But forget forget that for a moment. I like last week. I berated the um, episode with Hunter. I berated it because it had some really bad pacing issues at the start. 
But this episode, from start to finish, it had me absolutely hooked. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. even even with the stuff when I was like, do I like this twist or not? I wasn't worried about that because I was still thoroughly enjoying myself throughout the entire episode and enjoying enjoying just how well-structured it was um, compared to some of the previous episodes we've had recently. So... I'd say it's a very solid episode, even as a standalone. Mm-hmm. When you when you say when you say the twist, you mean those warriors being like just elf people, like not well, being. Well, yeah. First of all, first of all, that not being Kingstar who delivered the letter—that was the first twist. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fine. It was it threw me off, but it was I mean, fine. Yeah, you got you guys had to ex- explain to me while we were watching because I'm, I'm glad that we, you guys remembered that that. Like the the that tribe knew about King because of the thing that was online. I had forgotten about that. Yeah, his internet live stream. Yeah, he did that entire live stream, and they saw him, and they saw him dressed up as a um, Titan Hunter, and yeah. they assumed that he was a Titan Hunter. And then and then they were like, "Oh, we only dress up like this because you have to dress like one to catch one." And, and I was like, "That is a silly twist." But then you know it was you know it was fine. Um, yeah, but like it's you know it's their culture. No, like most of them haven't actually ever seen one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's silly. It's a silly plot twist. But you know what? It, it was it was fun. Well, and now to it now now too we have to continue to question like is King's skull is that part of his head? Or can he take yeah, it off? Yeah, it is. It definitely is at this point. <laughs> it is. He was a baby and he had it on. Yeah, so. but he, maybe he could still take it off. But it like grew no, with he, him. <laughs> he he hatched out of his egg with it. Like I guess Dana Terris drew that thing where he was just eyeballs. Yeah. Here. Oh my god, that was awful. <laughs> uh, I I have to say two things before I forget. Two very important things that would have ruined the entire episode for me. The first one being when they said Bill, there was like a two percent part of me that was like, "Is this going to be Bill Cipher?" Listen, if it if it was, I would have seen it prior to the episode coming out. <laughs> it was so suspicious of having a character named Bill, though. Like, we know that this yeah, show shares a continuity with Gravity Falls. I was like, are they, yeah, are they going to do some weird thing? I was like, don't do To it. be fair, when they named him Bill, I was like, oh, he's probably just like a cool guy then. Because you don't call a guy like a normal name like Bill and have them be incredibly evil or anything like that. And I kind of liked Bill when he showed up because I was like, well, he clearly hates Titans and clearly does want to kill them so is there a kind of history that i didn't like that they doubled down on him being kind of a cult leader like the emperor but i do hope if yeah. we see him again that he really is a titan i hunter. think i don't know if we would see him again but there's definitely an explanation there where like he's he's being manipulated by the collector like he the things he's telling those people is actually what he believes because like the collector told him at some point in time that's what I, I also didn't like that double down thing when, when they were like, "What you said, we'd all get glory," and he was like, "Oh, oh my god!" I'm like, "Come on!" <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think that that was sort of unnecessary, but still, like, I th- I think the idea of him, like him, he he probably believes in that stuff truthfully because the collector at some point, like Bill Cipher style, went in his mind and told him to kill to kill Titans and stuff. Yeah, they're they're really building up the collector now yeah thank you yeah. very interested in. i mean apparently the collector's in king's brain now because that definitely happened. yeah whatever yeah oh whatever you're right was. king's eye color changed it got darker and they didn't say what happened to him they just said the connection has been established so now wherever king goes it's possible that he's connected to the collector and that the collector is potentially able to use him and absorb his power 
Like, like you know, when um, when Lou showed up and saved him, for a moment I thought that was the collector protecting him for some reason because he hadn't served his purpose yet, mm-hmm. which is still what I think must be happening from this point because if the collector doesn't... If the collector consents King and is attached to him, then he must have a purpose for him in some way. Like, there's no way that they wouldn't do anything with that. Or it could be like a reverse Voldemort thing, you know, with... Um, with him looking into the collector's mind instead, that's also a possibility. Ooh, that would but, be but yeah, it could go either way. If they're connected, then they one of them can sense the other, and perhaps vice versa. So it remains to be seen what that connection is and what the implications are. But that's another plot point that has been established in this episode, and I love that they drew the little moon print. On King's head. I wonder if that's actually part of the ceremony to become a witch hunter because they all had the dark red eyes as a well. A titan hunter. Uh, a witch hunter and titan. Witch hunter, titan hunter. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, well, I want to talk about the start of the episode at some point because I really like the start of the episode. Yes, I was, was going to say. Because, like, like, like earlier you were saying, you know, even as a standalone thing, but, like, and it kind of is, but it's also not because the opening of the episode was so, you know, dependent on, like, how the last one ended, which is cool. Yeah, and I, yeah. my thing about the intro is that they threw in like every single major character except for Amity, basically, and like yeah, and like it worked so well. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Don't you love when shows, like, it's, like, so easy to forget these things when we're watching it because we're like, oh, our our cartoon heroes, but, like, Ida's, like, they're just kids. They shouldn't be have, yeah. having to yeah. deal with this. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, they are kids. Like, I don't know why that's surprising <laughs> to think about because, like, you're just not used to that being acknowledged, I guess. But that was a really good scene. Yeah. Um, I have to say this before I forget. I'm really sorry that it has to be said. What is that pig guy's name? Tibbles or something? Tibbles. Yeah. Tibbles Gunhammer. <laughs> yes. There was like one frame with Bill where he had a book in front of him, and I saw his ears, and I thought it was going to be Tibbles, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> but it wasn't. I just had to get that out. I'm really happy it wasn't. Anyway, continue. Like the the character interactions, like at the start of the episode, are ones that we haven't seen for quite some time, which is Ida. But, like, either and everyone, I suppose. Um, either talking to King at the very beginning and then trying to reassure Luz. Like, I, I don't know. 
um, what it is, but season two, I have said before that there's a lot less of Ida and Luz interacting because Luz is just talking to so many different people yeah, these days. And we're even getting episodes that don't feature her at all. So not that that's a bad thing. It's just like my favourite interaction in the show is Ida and Luz. So I was happy to get some moments of, of Ida just trying to be there for her yeah. and worrying about protecting her and protecting King as well. Um, hey, you know, thinking back, we like after the like one episode that was kind of about it. There has there hasn't really been any of Luz like being a teacher and teaching glyphs to to Ida and Lilith, which I really liked. I really liked the idea of that, and then we got to see a little bit of it, and then I was just, they were just done with it after that, which is kind of sad. That is sad. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I I think for me plot wise, like. These even if the, it separates all the characters, there's been so many episodes recently where they're going off to some place to do something, and that's like way more interesting than you know some of the stuff in season one where they just stayed mm-hmm. in the town and stuff. You know, like so I think even if it separates them, that hasn't really been bothering me honestly because we get to see so much cool, um, so many cool settings. Well, technically, this episode took us the furthest we've ever been to the other side of the world. Yeah, isn't that like the name of the episode? Uh, yes. The edge of the world. Oh, it gave me like a way more like I don't know. My brain, I was like, "Whoa, this has a way big, a grander scale than I was thinking about." Because we, yeah, so you know, trapped on the boiling aisles, and just the idea of like multiple titans and all these other places that have nothing to do with the boiling aisles. Yeah. Well, first of all, this episode took us further than we'd been before when they were going to another titan, and they said, "Oh yeah, that's another titan, and that's new information." <laughs> and then there was a portal to the other side of the planet. <laughs> And, you know, it kind of makes me sad. Like, it makes me sadder that the Owl House has only got a few episodes left. Because, yeah. what, we've got, like, we've got six episodes left of the entire series, and we're just now finding it, we're just now widening the scale of the show to the extent that we are in these past couple of episodes. And and I'm like, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind having like another ten episodes or so, mm. or more. It would be great. You know, At least just the last few are long, right? How long are they? Yeah. yeah, but like yeah, but it doesn't it doesn't make up for the length of the a whole season. Season three is still going to be shorter than the other seasons. Yeah, they're just forty four minutes, right? And, and because yeah. because they're like the finale, right? Because the three episodes are going to be the end of the show, so they have to figure out how to pace each episode so that it makes sense, has a beginning and end that makes sense, and also connect all of it. If you had ten episodes, you wouldn't necessarily have to connect all of them and make it into this grand finale. You could have, like, you know, like, AT season season ten. Doesn't exist. Ten in quotation marks. Yeah, <laughs> you had episodes like Glenanas, you know, which were just kind of there. Like I know it was technically connected to the other episodes, but you know you you, you they had the ability to just have the characters mess around and do something else for for a while, shortly before the series finale. So our house, unfortunately, won't get that opportunity. It's going to be all killer, all killer, no further for the rest of the show. We, we're we're done with episodes wherein. We just get a bit of breath and exploration because they haven't got time to do that anymore, especially with these season three episodes being so long. They have to be focused. They they can't just have fun anymore. So it's kind of sad because 
those smaller episodes would be the exact kind of thing where we could explore stuff like the wider world of the other titans for example so it kind of makes me sad you know that the show wasn't given a chance wasn't given a proper run time by disney it's terrible i hate it feels like i just started watching it honestly it kind of does it how many shows have a real a world like that like a world where with so much possibility like like what was the season one episode it was season one right with the palismans the palisman when Luz accidentally hurt Edith's palisman and it ran away to the owl to the um back queen, queen palisman the back queen yeah and i absolutely adored that episode because it was just within this world this entire bit of magic and wonder of all of these palismen Ghibli-ish, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's that, that sort of chase that I want. And the show can do that. It just won't get the opportunity to because it needs to resolve the plot points it's set out. So this episode and the brilliance of the world building that we got here makes me very feel very sad that we won't be getting more. You made Chad cry. What the heck? You know, I was was thinking, you mentioned the Bat Queen, that made me think, like, in the beginning of the show, like in the first episodes and stuff, you know, it seems very much like, whoa, the Boiling Isles, it's like a crazy, horrific magic world where anything can happen. But then as it goes on, we learn the lore, like, it's... It's less, you know, if anything can happen and more of there there are these specific, like, designations. Like, you know, the Bat Queen isn't just some thing. Like, she's a palisman, specifically. And, like, yeah. you know, there's co- witch covens and, like, demons are mostly just people the same way witches are. And, like, King being a titan just so neatly falls into that. It works. Like, it, it's cool and it works good. And I just never, it never occurred to me, but it makes sense. I like it. I love it too, really. That was one of those plot points that I'm just like all in for right away. I'm like, oh my god, they went there. Seriously. And the other Titan, the, there being other Titans was something that they had never talked about in the show before, but we had talked about it. I remember that. Yeah. So, like, that's I a cool thing it. to know. Like, oh yeah, we were right. So what do you think what what do you think Lilith was thinking at the beginning of the episode when she was like, That's a great idea, go do it and then talking to Ida, she was like, That's yeah, a stupid idea, it won't work. Well she and said she thought that King wouldn't find his family or something. She said like she implied that she's like been there and that there's nothing there, but he had the hmm. secret key. So I guess that's goes to show that no one knows about those guys. And then she started laughing, and Ida started crying the same time that she was laughing. And she was, was like, like "Holy my, shit!" My joke's that bad. Whiplash. <laughs> just like we just did. <laughs> yeah. like, wow. Wow. The t- the tone at the episode, I I don't know the Ida and the Lyft moment, I really liked, and and Lou's getting really sad at the start of the episode. When it comes to emotional moments like that, I'm always like a little bit. I know most people absolutely love them. Um, I'm a little bit apprehensive because I've I've seen a lot of shows that have 
atonal whiplash and and try to get really intense with the emotions when it's not equipped to do so and then it suffers for it. Um, Cerebus, Cerebus, the the Cerebus syndrome, that's it. Yeah. Um, But, you know, it wasn't, it it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. Like, it it was just some nice emotional moments with the characters at the start of the episode. Even King had, like, an emotional breakdown in the episode, and usually I absolutely berate it for the Tilmer Whiplash, but it was fine this time. It, I was going to ask you guys how he was behaving the entire episode. So you know, our controversial King takes. <laughs> like, how do you feel like he did this episode in terms of like emotional reaction? Well, like based on you know <laughs> our idea of King, at least based on how how he's been acting in other episodes. At the very beginning, when he woke up from his dream. I, I would have kind of expected him to start immediately being sad and being like, why can't I find my dad? But he wasn't. I don't know. He yeah. was just like acting normal, which I appreciate. Oh, oh, I need, I need to like say something because I pointed, I was talking about this in many other episodes, the letter that Hootie ate and how I was expecting it to be like this really big deal of Hootie betrayed me, you ate the letter. And then King just didn't care. He ate the <laughs> he didn't care at all. <laughs> He's like, Hootie does this. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. But yeah, I'm glad I, I was ex- that they I was just expecting didn't. them to use that too as like a cliffhanger at some point to be like and then like King being like, What? You you it was here the whole time sort of thing, but they really wanted to just push this episode forward, so he just you know, he just gets it. And then he's like, Oh, yeah. let's go and then they go. And it's like yeah, let's go. And then they and then they have no theme song. They have a credit seed. Like they they are pushing this out and they did a really good job um pacing this one. So it works less as um, like like in the grand scheme of things. Like if we if we now look at this episode and compare it to all the way back in that episode and think of everything that's happened in between, what they've done is they've used something stupid like uh, Hootie e- eating the letter to create a large enough time gap between the two episodes that we can find out who the collector is and find out more yeah. about the Titan. Um, so that when we find out that the people, I mean, it depends how it depends whether this was the plan all along. Because I know King being the Titan was probably the plan all along, but um, mm-hmm. whether the the people dressed like King being disconnected from him was always the plan. And I don't know how the Owl House is produced, so I don't know if that was Dana's idea from the very beginning. But assuming that it was, it just it just kind of seems like they wanted to create a large enough gap between those two episodes for us to learn as much as we did about the collector before we got here. Yeah. Definitely. And that's something just that's something about the pacing too, because I I feel like um like Gravity Falls season two ended up being similar. You know, it's like the collector like never really was mentioned at all before before what before the episode what where they time traveled like was was he yeah. ever explicitly mentioned before that maybe there were easter eggs <sighs> but like was there an explicit mention no definitely no, but, not explicitly but i feel like but there, there was, there was some a mention. hint right there was there was I, a hint there was a hint there was a hint there was a hint okay so the first hint of the oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the eda's dream the dream thing. yeah yeah yeah, dream yeah, yeah. that's right i forgot yeah. okay yeah <laughs> we, we talked about that so much <laughs> and that but that that was season two though right that yeah. was recent yeah. yeah, that was fairly recent. That was was that season. That like, was the hoodie episode. 
was that the very start of 2B? Or was that the end of 2A? I think it was the end of 2A. I think it was start of... No, yeah, you're right. But yeah, it's just... It's just like that sort of thing where it's like, now we know about the collector, so now, like this episode, they're like, boom, collector lore. Collector, the, next, the next episode, probably, boom, collector lore again. Like, it's probably just going to keep keep going because they, I mean, they need it to. But also, like, I kind of, I love that sort of pacing. I mean, you know, it just, it just depends on, on the thing that's going on. But like I was saying, Gravity Falls did that kind of because like Bill shows up in season one. He's like hidden everywhere. But then season two, it's like Bill is the villain. Here's Bill again. Here's Bill again. Here's Bill again. Um, and it's like, you know, compared to, say, Adventure Time, which, I mean, it's hard to compare because it's very, very different, but it's like... Well, yeah, Adventure, Adventure Time, Time is just, like, the villain shows up at the very end and like a, that's it. <laughs> aside from its miniseries stuff, Adventure Time always had big gaps between the, uh, you know, the the villains and, like, the big lore explanations and stuff. So, you know, it's just, I don't know, just a comparison, I guess. But I, I personally do prefer when it is kind of done in this miniseries way so it's always exciting you know adventure time it was always like all right is next week's episode gonna like be cute or is it gonna like make me cry <laughs> you know like now having a show Honestly. like this where you can expect it is um more of an enjoyable watch for me but like adventure time is still fantastic like i don't mean to say that it was always like funny like the episode where the bear tried to pretend to be finn and at the end it's just like the snail yeah. with the <laughs> lich voice did you bring the book it's like are you kidding me that's okay <laughs> no but i'd be really interested to go back and see the king uh, you know the episode that i had missed with you guys when when they went i don't even remember what happened they went to like the ruins and there was a scary monster that was like, oh, the episode. Metroid episode. Yeah. <laughs> the what? Same brain, same what did brain. you say the metroid dread episode oh yeah 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 so if he really is i mean i assume that's confirmed like if he really is a titan i wonder like if there's like a lot of things on the wall or like if, if there's anything we can now with our new information go back and like true, see true. From that episode because like if he was born there, it's like, ooh, with this, yeah. you know, this new context, what, what can we glean? Very uh, I interesting. Want, I wonder if they'll go back, if they'll further explain. I feel like they probably would at least just have at some point, like, a Bellos or, like, a flashback or the Collector explaining, like, a little more Titan lore. But I wonder if they would ever explain, like, why they had those weird Guardian things on that island and stuff like that. I feel like that could kind of be stay a mystery. But I do expect, yeah. like, I would almost want that to say a mystery, but, you know, I would also be satisfied if it wasn't. But um, I think definitely we'll have a point where the Collector starts talking. We'll see, like, a little flashback of, you know, the world being ruled by the Titans. Here's the real question. It, with some kind of magic, crazy happenstance, whatever makes it happen, do you think we'll ever see King in full Titan form? <laughs> like, actual giant, I mean, I, I it's my expectation that no. the series is going to end with the with a big thing where everybody comes together and fights. So like that's possible, but I don't know. It's, it does sound a little ridiculous. I do feel like they're not pacing. They're probably developed heightened powers. I feel like they're not pacing King's storyline to have, you know, an ending where he turns into a giant monster. Like I think he'll be powerful, but still be his tiny self. I just wonder if we'd ever like see the form, like, I don't know, even for like a second, they have like some like loophole. They're like, through the power of whatever, like, we can awaken who he'll truly be, but only yeah, for 35 yeah. I seconds. Could, I could see that. 
Or I, I get you know, like we're talking the collector's in his brain. Maybe something like the collector talks to him in a dream, and he's like, "Oh, if you like join me, you could like look like this," and you know, he shows him like what the real form or something like that. I've got a couple things I want to mention. Uh, this, like, since you just mentioned the the collector being in his brain, that was one thing I wanted to say earlier. Um, the emperor still needs a power source for the door. I think like he he made this big public announcement about the day of unity so he pr- he might have something up his sleeve something different but since the collector is now inside king's brain do you think he'll report to the emperor oh, hey i know where you can get some more titan blood for that door and then they're gonna try to kidnap king they've probably known king was a titan forever but i don't know like you'd think if they knew that that they'd have gone to him for titan's blood instead yeah. of going to the base bell's gonna yeah. be so pissed he's like now i need the the stupid owl lady and her toddler Come on! <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think anyone knew that. I mean, I guess if anyone did, it might be the Collector, because he's some kind of ancient entity. But, like, no one else knew what Titans were like. Well, who's to say that the Collector even, like, particularly cares for the Emperor? He's going to betray him at some point. Like, if we consider that we found two people, like, two people who aren't even connected to each other, the Emperor and Bill have no connection whatsoever, but they're both working for the Collector... Yeah. True, true. Con- consider that. Like, does does Belos know anything about Bill? And and why wouldn't the Collector make them work together? Like, like what is going on here? Are they going to work together? I mean, the, the I mean if you say it like that, it's just cute. it's the Gravity Falls lore all over again, where Belos is, like, building a portal, and he thinks the portal is for the human world, but the portal's actually for the Collector to enter that realm or, or whatever. I mean, that's what, oh, that's what Gravity Falls oh, had right. going on anyways. Yeah, like something like that. Um, but but yeah, it's like this this thicker conspiracy which is opening up with the existence of Bill um, and the Titan Hunters. Also, like I have a bunch of notes of little things from the episode I liked as well. But before I get into that, yeah, I'm I'm very happy for how much the scope has enlarged at this point. It's not so large that it couldn't be resolved in a couple of episodes. But it's large enough to make the world feel richer. I think, too, I mean, I'm comparing that to Gravity Falls. But I think even even just the fact that this is a more of a fantasy setting, like it's building this interdimensional stuff and things like that, like with a magic element rather than a sci-fi element like Gravity Falls does, that alone makes it interesting on its own still, even if it does end up playing out very similar to that Bill Cipher entering the human world sort of plotline. Okay, so if the Collector is trying to pull a trick, the only other dimension we know about in the Owl House is the, like, mirror dimension that Luz went into where she could look through glass yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, we don't know what the Collector collects but do you think that he might want to get something done in there uh, i i don't know they do have like a mirror kind of vibe to them sometimes i don't know if that makes any sense but no yeah just, you're, like, you're right like like a fractured kind of being and that's good to think about when we were watching the episode for a second i thought it was gonna like reveal that the collector collected like titan skulls or something and i was like oh is that what's happening oh my god and then i quickly was like wait that's just not right I mean, they, the skulls were left on that altar, but I guess he would because he's taking the rest of them or, or something. But um, two, we have to think about like when Philip found his like collector uh, mirror magical thing. Where what that was like in the skull of the Titan or something? Like why would it have been yeah. there? Right? Yeah. Good question. 
I don't know if that's something that would get explained, but that's something that definitely is a question. Now. I mean, that definitely sounds like it could be related to Titan Hunters somehow, right? Yeah. Okay, my small, very hard to see brain needs you to help me with this. What? <laughs> what? What? What did we see in the Titan Skull? The Titan Skull is where the Round Boy came from. Remember in the, in the time travel episode, <laughs> uh-huh. um, Philip wanted uh-huh. the collector for something, and we still right. don't really know what exactly, but he had to go into the Titan Skull to get it, and then it was guarded by a dinosaur. And he dug up the tiny mirror thing with the moon symbol on it. Yeah. Oh, right, but that was housed in the Titan Skull. Yes, that's what, okay. that's what we're, that's what Thank we're you. questioning. Thank you, I'm caught up. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I, I, like, I remembered, but I was like, I need to, I need to ask. Okay. Uh... I mean, that is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Also, while we're talking about The Collector, not to do this episode, which I still have more things to say about this episode. It must, <laughs> must have been a good one. Uh, but uh, I think some people in the comments were asking us about, like, the theory, or I don't know if it's a leak or something, the way I've seen people online talking about it, but there's an idea going around that The Collector is going to, like, possess Luz's body. Bill Cipher Pog. Oh, that's because of um, that's because of some fun art that Dana Terrace drew of a human collector child who looks a lot like Luz. Because this was revealed long before the actual collector was revealed, people are thinking that maybe that's a hint of something to come, and that's where Luz Collector came from. Because people were like, "Hey, what if Luz gets possessed by the collector?" Kind of like Bipper, you know. And you know, that would be fun to see. That would be fun to see that kind of corruption stuff. So that would be a fun... I mean, I'd like to see that. I'd have no idea how it would apply to anything, but sure, if you want to do that, then go ahead. That's like part of the reason why I avoid just so many fandom theories and everything, because I'm like, these are usually, like, right. And I'm like, that's like borderline (laughs) spoiler territory. The thing about King being a Titan might not have been a twist like at all it might have been like a validating moment for people rather than a twist for us like it was we didn't see that coming at all yeah. but other people were probably like yes no they did it you know i i saw it coming but like you know i what? was i was You're lying i literally explained this from earlier. this episode or before this episode no from before this episode like when i saw like the guy who was supposed to be king's dad I was like, eh, maybe he's not a titan. Like, I didn't, I didn't think, oh, King's gonna be a giant guy, but I did think that King might have a connection to the Titan because there was nothing else that I'd seen so far that felt like he might. So you I'm thought not he sure had a connection? I ever mentioned that. A yeah, I, I'm not sure if I ever mentioned my theory about. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I've never I don't heard remember this. you saying it, but that doesn't mean you didn't say it. I don't know. We got, we have to go back I and don't check. Know. Uh, I'm gonna pretend pretend I said it the whole time and that I was always correct, okay? Well like I could see like thinking he has a connection to the Titan, but like the like the idea that he is one is like that's different. But that's the thing. As a oh, so I was right all along sort of twist, you know, like we we didn't aside from Tipsy apparently, we we didn't uh <laughs> have that in our heads at all. But even as that sort of twist, it's so much better than like the one about Hunter or the one about the Emperor. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. The, the the big hunter twist that I really liked. We were shown that he was a clone ages ago, so like we didn't have the reaction that we probably should have done when it was revealed he was a clone. We were like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, he's a clone. We know this already. Like when it was probably supposed to be this big reveal moment, but the big reveal of Hunter was that he is the exact same hunter that has been the Golden Guardsman and killed over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Like, that, and true. that he's based... And that he's not just based on the original 
brother. He is the original brother. He's he's supposed to look like him and he probably shares his name. So that was a plot twist as well. I really do like the idea of like, I guess we haven't gotten clarification on exactly what he wants, but I like the idea of him remaking and killing him over and over because he always betrays him. And mm -hmm. it's like, I'm trying to make a yeah. version of this person in my life that doesn't betray me and that's like the only thing the reason why he's doing it i'm like oh that's yeah, that's very interesting yeah. like there's a tragedy like he asserts dominance every time he kills hunter like by saying you will be punished for betraying me but at the same time i like to think that it's kind of true and he says that it breaks his heart every time he gets betrayed even if he's really smug about making poor hunter suffer like i like to think that the emperor is just that kind of egotistical irrational kind of guy like he's so worked up about his conflict with his brother that he takes it out on hunter but he's also heartbroken that hunter always chooses to betray him like he said it's a shame of all of them you look the most like him he really wanted to have a version of his brother who just follows what he says and doesn't betray him the way that that the way that that episode processes out the twist it's like it still doesn't tell you that he's a clone very directly, you know? So it's like, we kind of, we have that Say knowledge that. of, like, where he came from because we saw that book. So they did still write it, like, knowing okay. that people would know that moment. But okay, it just could have be been, it could have been a stronger surprise moment if there was no hinting, you know? To be fair, most people don't know what a Grimwalker is. So, like, even I didn't know what a Grimwalker was until I saw people talking about it. Um, well, like that's why it's the, the, the hunter thing is so weird because it's <laughs> it's a blink and you'll miss it moment where if you miss it you know nothing and then when the reveal comes it's a little confusing oh he's a oh he's, is he a clone oh okay that's interesting yeah, yeah, and that's then and I mean. then if you see it then you know everything and when the reveal comes you're like I knew this already <laughs> yeah yeah it's kind of like a one to zero it's not a hint it's just reveal. like yeah. it's it's a very binary reveal it would have been nice to get a hint. Like, like they, they could have hid, like shown us a hint and then hid the Grimwalker information from us. Like They could have shown us the book but not had the word Grimwalker in it and everything would be pretty much the same, except it would still be like secretive enough I guess for the us argument, to speculate. I guess the argument is like, the point of the reveal wasn't even like, the big part of the reveal is that he's a clone. Like, I think like... It, it is like, okay, we already knew this, but it still was an interesting reveal because we learned the context of why he did it, yeah. sort of, and like yeah. who like exactly I, the clone was. I still think that last episode was a good episode. I just think the twist aspect specifically, you know, I, I knew I knew it already, basically. So I didn't it could yeah, be handled right. better, like especially because you know they know, like like we're not we're not. I mean, sure, when kids are watching it on TV, but they know that most of the audience is going to be looking online and looking this mm -hmm. stuff up. Like, there's no there's there's no way that Dana is posting all of these little promo arts and not expecting people to absolutely go into the episodes she she knows what happened with steven universe she knows what happened to all the other shows so she must have known that everyone would immediately know hunter was a grimoire as soon as that thing was posted and if she didn't that, that's that's a hilarious idea <laughs> that they thought that nobody would notice it <laughs> but um but off but enough of that episode this one was handled a lot better and, because yeah. it was a mystery right until the end right until they revealed right. that the, king was not only the titan but the titan heir of the boiling isles yeah like the the, the big difference is 
you know, the show outright just telling you, which definitely happened with Hunter if you saw the book, and happened with the Emperor too in the at the very end of the time travel episode, even though it was kind of uh, like if they honestly if they didn't have that scene at the end of the time travel episode where they were like a hundred percent he is the Emperor, like then I I would feel a lot more a lot better about that last one. I think I don't know, even though it was still kind of obvious, it was like there's some guesswork involved. But then this one is like just really good. They they gave they gave the hints, but they were so subtle. Yeah, because because it's like right when he was looking at the poster with the egg on it, I was like, oh, I get it now. That's awesome. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the entire island is his dad. So if he wants to play catch with his dad, he's just a throw a ball. What? Come on. What the hell? Am I wrong? Like, he just no, tosses a no. ball on the ground and well, his dad so caught sad, it. that's so sad, Like, he wanted to play catch with the guy who was his surrogate dad, and then his surrogate dad tried to murder him. That's horrible. Oh, he was, I, I, I feel so bad. I, I liked him. He was really sweet. And I also really liked his design. And it's so sad that he just turned on Kane, like, 100% by the end. Like, he was so hesitant at first, but then he just completely turned on him. And that was sad. I'd like to see him, like... You know, do a reverse. Okay, I actually kind of like this kid, and I've been brainwashed. So fuck you, Bill. And you know that sort of thing. I'd Maybe like that to will see happen him. later. Maybe. Yeah, I'd like yeah, to see him happen. turn against the leader. Do you th- do you remember that Adventure Time episode, the like Isle, the yeah. island one where Ice King lived I'll on a lady you, yeah. island? Do you think that's the Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's, I mean that's another good joke. But I was gonna say, like, well, what if King? becomes his true titan form and then the owl house lives on his skull and and then they go outside they're like hey king what's up and king talks to them because he's the <laughs> entire island <laughs> what do you think i'd be like they're, they're already living in a house that's alive so it's be like living in a house that's alive on an island that's alive amazing Perfect. i want i want the show to end and show us king growing up and then dying and turning into a new island mm. So do you... <laughs> No! Jeez. No! No, it's Shut beautiful! Up. Back when the Titans were, like, not basically extinct, um, was the landscape significantly different, or were all the Titans just walking around in, like, ankle-high ocean all the time? I don't know. In Xenoblade, it's just ocean, right, Tipsy? Yeah. Yeah, in, in Xenoblade Chronicles 1, um, it's all just ocean, and like that's the entire universe. It's just a giant, giant ocean. In Xenoblade Chronicles 2, it's the planet Earth, but it's covered in clouds because, cause, like, you know, the clouds are trying to repair the but planet. But it's also so ocean. It's like it's the planet ca- it's like Earth a cloud but flooded, ocean, like a cloud and ocean. then there's a layer of clouds and- on top of the ocean. And as the Titans die, they sink beneath the clouds into the bottom, back onto the surface of the world, or even in the sea. And, you know, it's like, as the Titans go extinct, the land itself is going extinct. But the plot is, like, there's a guy who wants to kill the Titans, and you have to stop him. Otherwise, there's going to be no land left for people to live on. And that's, that's why there's cool. so much conflict in that series because they're all fighting over the few resources they have because all the titans are dying and they're gonna have nowhere to live. So that's in the Big Chronicles too. So yeah, if all the titans die, they might just lose all of their land. But then again, they already have because there's only King left, and he's not exactly a 
um, harvestable no, in, in, in the, the Owl House, them. like, the Titans being dead is the reason there's land at all. Like, we want them yeah. to be dead. Yeah, we want them to be dead. I, I mean, I don't know, maybe there's, like, maybe they serve another purpose. Since the Titan Hunter guys are bad, that must mean the Titans were good. So... What were they doing before they were wiped out? I don't like, know. What is the relationship I mean, it's there? true that King acts like a tyrant, so maybe they were all like that. Oh, maybe they true. were tyrants. Maybe Bill was right, and that would be interesting as well, to see Bill being correct about the Titans and, you know, some of them just being assholes. I'd like to see that. Yeah. What do you think? Do you want to rate the episode? We're approaching an hour. I know. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> Yeah, unless anyone has anything else very important, uh, I have to say. I have one small thing I wanted to say, and that's the you know the beginning when Luz was crying, and then Hootie and King like hugged her. Let's say like Hootie, you know, lots of times that they, they play for a joke that he's like gross and disgusting, but like Hootie's hug around Luz just looked so comforting. Mm-hmm. It was like a and gentle then squeeze. It was like <laughs> <laughs> it's like. What's he could have broken her neck. Like, he could have killed her right there. <laughs> he could have killed her. <laughs> now, the end of the episode. Also, yeah. yeah, like, also, this doesn't matter at all. There's Titan Hunters in this episode. It's a new reveal. Last episode, we learned about Witch Hunters. And there's also Hunter, which may have just been his original name or may have been named after Witch Hunters, which we talked about. And then also, remember way back in season one, there were Demon Hunters? It's like it's like every every category of of being has a hunter. What are the human Whatever hunters? you're saying yeah, exactly. is they're they're gonna get to viewer hunters. Where if you watch the show, you <laughs> no. will be found in real no. life. No, no, no. Before one last thing before we leave, like the, I like the drawings at the beginning. That was like all of the hunt, the witch hunters, like all of all of um, Luz's drawings. I want to look at them again. And then she just drew like a pair of like very happy looking witches being set on fire, and that was to like imply. Velos is a witch hunter, and I just find that really amusing for some reason. Her art's gotten better. Yeah, that, yes. I, that's what I, that was my thought too. I was like, she got really better at drawing. Yeah. Okay, now ratings. I always go first. Someone else go first. I don't think that's true at all. No idea why I said that. Your turn. <laughs> uh, okay, so I, I have some thoughts here. I think this episode, like I said, handles the twist a lot better than the last one. So that gives it a lot of points. Um,. But, like, it's the kind of thing where if I came... Like, that twist only works the first time. And if I came back to watch it, I don't know how I would feel differently about it. Um, But also, it's not just within this episode, because the king being a titan thing, and, you know, there's sort of two twists, of course, we talked about. King being a titan is one, and then the titan hunters not being king's real family is another one. The real family thing is the thing that might that I might feel less, you know, pleased with if I were to return and watch this episode again later. But the king being a titan thing, that has implications across the whole show. So not being limited to just this episode also Im- improves the points in my book. And so I am feeling like this one is a is a 9. Whoa. 10. Like, what? If I, if I don't give it a 10, like, like, I was trying to think of, like, the last episode I gave a 10. What was that? Was That was the... Uh, the epic battle, wasn't it, between Ida and... No, was it the Hunter versus Amity episode that I gave a 10? I can't remember. But listen, even though it didn't quite reach the highs of those episodes, it did reach highs and it gripped me all the way through. So to an extent, I'm kind of like, this is the same as the Mountain episode in season one, wherein if I don't give this one a 10, then like... 
would I give any of them a 10? Because yeah, it's, <laughs> it's got a solid start. It's got emotional beats with Lilith and Ida and King as well. Like, it has a very well-written King. Everyone's handled wonderfully. It, it continues to plot with the collectors. It continues to plot with King and gives us some good plot twists, which are better than ones we've seen prior. And I can see myself re-watching this episode. Not... Not, like, on repeat. Like, I don't think there's a scene that I'd watch over and over and over again. But it captivated me. So I, I'd give it, like, a a 9.5 or a 10. Do 10. Nick one. Yeah. <laughs> Tipsy 10s are so rare. I'll give this one a 10 because because... If I don't, then I might regret it. Because I don't think... I'd be surprised if we reached that kind of high again. Like, as much as I love this show, I'd be surprised if we have an episode that is as well-structured as this one in the future. I hope it proves me wrong. So it might be safe for me to give it a 10, because the next best one will probably be a 9.5. So, so yeah, I think it deserves it. I think it deserves a 10. I love how sacred these are to you guys. I'm like, 10 out of 10, funny owl guy. <laughs> Valid. My my rating's a nine point five, and that I, I I I felt that the whole time, and I was like, I'm not gonna let them convince me otherwise. So that's it. Mine by default has to be a nine point five because I think it was better than the previous episode. The only thing holding it from being a ten is just like I'm trying to be stingy with giving a ten. I want a ten to be like an episode where I'm at the edge of my seat the whole time. You know, like this episode is yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. I surprisingly loved the setting of this episode. The designs of like all the bones and stuff was really cool. But I just think I want to give a ten to an episode that like really is like is tense all the way through. Like I, I I'm almost expecting if they give us a really really interesting story for the collector, if they show the collector's world or things like that, I'm so interested in seeing that. And I think if they end up giving us more of a glimpse into that and do it a really good job in that that'll be a 10 for me probably but this will just be a 9.5 which is you know still obviously yeah. fantastic like i i think 10s for me are episodes that really emotionally connect with me yeah usually i mean i got like, i got emotional i got emotional from the little end part here it was very adventure time islands of, of king true, looking up at that part like, was I, great i loved that that part was great but I don't know. Uh, overall, I liked the episode a whole lot. I gave it a nine, and I don't do that for every episode. I'll, uh, uh, I don't know. Go back and count, I guess. But like, <laughs> I don't like Amity wasn't in this one, so it can't be a ten. I don't yeah, know. Uh, true, true. And her siblings. Come on. <laughs> like, I don't let everyone Amity's hear that man. because because you're gonna get you're gonna get annihilated. Also, I uh, I neglected to mention that Bill had the spear of Longinus from Evangelion in his uh collection there with the weapons. Oh, is that why it didn't work? Because like, none of them worked, did they? Like, they all fell apart as soon as Luz picked them up, so I was like, what does that mean? Maybe it means that they don't use the weapons ever, and they're all broken, and they don't notice. I don't know. Oh, or yeah. is this a joke? I'm not sure. Yeah. Woohoo! Right. Uh, we need a haiku. Let's talk for five more minutes so we can get to the 60-minute mark. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. There's other titans? I... I want to be a titan. <laughs> Let's all be titans. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Edge of the world!
Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.